Bulletin, brought to you by Your Sound, Your Community, Alive 90.5. National Radio News. Hello, I'm Brady Evans. The latest COVID outbreak in New South Wales has prompted a record turnout at testing venues across the state. Nearly 84,000 people came forward for testing in the past 24 hours. New South Wales has recorded 110 new cases of the Delta strain of coronavirus today. More than half of those infected were in the community for at least some of their contagious period, which points to further days of increased infections. The Premier Gladys Berejiklian says today's high number of cases reflects the impressive testing figure. That 84,000 number is really, really encouraging. It means we're scooping up, as Dr Chan said a few days ago, we're scooping up all the cases we can find and we're making sure we get to those chains of uh, community transmission. So thank you, thank you again. Elsewhere, Victoria recorded 22 new infections and South Australia has one. Major business groups are demanding the right to reduce workers' hours, stand staff down and direct people to take annual leave. With more than half of Australia's population in lockdown, a powerful alliance is calling for workplace laws to be temporarily made more flexible. That would also allow workers to be directed to work from home or different locations, as well as perform different duties. The Australian Industry Group, Australian Chamber of Commerce and Industry, Master Builders and the Australia Restaurant and Catering Industry Association have joined the push. Doctors say residents of regional Australia should pay heed to the rampant nature of the Delta strain of coronavirus and not assume that it won't reach them. Three major Australian cities are now in lockdown as Delta continues its devastating transmission across Australia. Peter Rutherford from the Rural Doctors Association says at the risk of repeating itself, her organisation will continue stressing the need for regional vigilance in the battle against the Delta strain. Could have symptoms for a few days and finally think, oh, I'll go and get tested. If you've been out and about in community, um, what we're learning from Melbourne and New South Wales is that potentially already passed it on to somebody else. So it's really, really important at the first sign of symptoms, people get tested. The Northern Territory could become home to Australia's next gold rush with high-grade deposits discovered during recent exploration. Resource companies have reported promising finds in the Barclay region while searching for gold at exploration sites near Tennant Creek. The results support the case for a gold processing hub being built in the town of 3,000 people, which is about 500 kilometres north of Alice Springs. New NT government-supplied geoscience data has made the region an exciting exploration hotspot, with multiple companies now prospecting. Turning to sport, Ange Postacoglu's first competitive match as coach of Scottish giant Celtic has ended in a one-all draw in Glasgow in a Champions League qualifier. And the Australian coach believes his charges couldn't be better prepared for next week's return Champions League clash with Danish side Michelin. The new Hoops boss had voiced concerns over his squad's fitness and over how long it was taking to get new signings to the club before the first leg of the second round qualifying tie against their Danish opposition. And in the A-League, Robbie Cruz's second stint at Melbourne Victory will extend into a third A-League campaign after the experienced winger signed a new one-year deal. The former Socceroos attacker has joined his Victory teammates at training alongside new faces Matthew Sperenovic, Jason Davidson and Josh Brillante. National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network and supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. 
now for the latest weather on Alive 90.5. Good afternoon, this is Matthew Caruana here on Alive 90.5, your sound, your community. And we're currently sitting at 14 and a half degrees, a slightly chilly weather out there this Wednesday afternoon I've got to say I forgot to bring my jacket in studio I was rushing to meet up with Darren Capes Davis for some mentoring and yeah I'm regretting it now today's going to be mostly sunny tops of 15 tomorrow's going to be frost then sunny tops of 17 degrees and Friday tops of 16 with a possible shower and now on a live 90.5 here's the latest traffic information We've had a slight, slight freeze on the, on the computer there. So in Narrabri, Camalore Highway on Spring Creek Bridge, there's been some emergency bridge work, traffic affected in both directions. While in Dembeen to Tamora, Burley Griffin Way between Olympic Highway and Millvale Road has been some hazard, has been some road damage. So the the roads closed in both directions. You're listening to Business Insights with Mario and Matt here on Alive 90.5, your sound, your community. It's seven past two here on this Wednesday afternoon. i got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good today. Very excited about our guests coming up, and I believe you guys will enjoy this as well. Mario, how are you feeling today? Not bad, but I like to... Yeah, I like to have, you know, just give me my mic back, hey? I mean, just <laughs> give me my mic back. i like to say thank you to everybody who's joining us today live in the studio. Unfortunately, due to COVID restrictions, uh, Matthew and I, Matt and I, we can't have the, the guests in the studio, but we're promising you, everybody who is with us uh, online right now, they're going to join us in studio uh, once the restrictions be lifted. I'm just going to say to you, Matt, you know, <laughs> this morning I'm in the studio at 6 o'clock doing the Wednesday breakfast. And I was, I was talking that it's a morning drive, and I was like, what are we You know, anyway, check on computer. Dennis Hensley can't leave his LGA, so like I was replacing him. It was a very interesting thing. And when you said the frosty tomorrow, <laughs> my God, I can't look forward to that. Ladies and gentlemen, Matthew Carana, he's in short sleeves again. So ladies, don't be shocked when you see his muscles, uh, his cannons. My name is Mario Beckes, and uh, my partner in crime, Matthew Carana. Guys, I'm very, very excited for today's guest. Her name is Anna. She's a coach on speaking, is it? Well, I have no idea what she's doing. Eh? Uh, right. <laughs> so, Anna Pedriao is our guest and uh, she's been highly recommended. We headhunted her down and I'm just going to read quickly her uh, bio. Anna, she's an MBA certified world-class public speaking coach. Oh my God, my English is not so good. Um, speaker and a founder of Speaking Excellence, Anna helps entrepreneurs, professionals, and service-based businesses owners to bring out a natural public speaking style to connect, engage, and wow the audience. Over a 22-year period, Anna led, supported, and influenced at multiple levels in Australian government in the fields of project and management, complex acquisition, and procurement in Australian events organization. Anna, welcome to the show. Hello, hello, how are you? Anna, we're doing good. How, how about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here with you. I really am. This is my first time on radio. Yeah, first time on radio. Yeah, but it's not, it's not the last because I said, like, you know, as Matt mentioned before, uh, we will certainly have you in a studio with us, uh, you know, as soon as this restriction has been lifted because uh, we have uh, several good guests and, uh, you know, like, you are the really, really... 
I must say, you know, uh, somebody who we'd like to see in a studio because it's much more different the dynamics of the conversation. So please forgive us. We can't bring you in the studio. And uh, oh. thank you for joining us in the studio this I today. I to talk to you twice. Yes, of absolutely. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. Uh, so, Anna, for our <laughs> listeners, Matt and, Matt and I, we have, the, uh, we have the habit to ask our guests, uh, you know, who they are, what they do, and, um, you know, we take it from there. Yes. Oh, thank you so much, guys. Really appreciate it. Well, I am Anna Perdrio. I'm known as the speaking stylist because I'm obsessed with public speaking and helping people with their public speaking, whether it's everyday public speaking, speaking to thousands in an audience or just speaking up in that, in that everyday meeting. That's so great. So that's who I am now. If you did, you want a little bit of background as well? No, not necessary. That will be all for today. So thank you, Anna, for joining <laughs> us in the studio. <laughs> so, Anna, before I give the word to Matt, just for curiosity, who is your model, role model, or somebody who you can say is a great orator or the public speaker? You can name it. Mm-hmm. It can oh be. It, it can be from the I don't know, from the big Stoics or you know the Greeks or you know what I mean. Yes, I love that question. I, you know what? It well, now that you've reminded me about the past. I mean, today it would be Tony Robbins, who is a wonderful, um, a very powerful speaker, and I've been to his events, and he, um, he he just creates an energy, and he describes himself as an energy coach, which is you know he unleashes potential in people. But I think just picking up on your thread there about the past. Yes. I think the going back to the origins of public speaking, uh, about two two and a half thousand years ago, it was people like Aristotle, Plato, Socrates, and a lady called Aspasia, who um, who apparently was, you know, very instrumental in in starting what we now know as public speaking. Then they called it rhetoric. You know, they had another name for it. That's but, interesting because you know, it really is. Sorry, sorry, continue. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, it really is the ability to speak up, isn't it, and communicate your, your message or your vision as a leader. Because, so, you mentioned there's a female who really pioneered it all with, the, with well, what they used to call rhetoric. Because you don't hear about females... You mainly hear about, you know, Aristotle, the um, like usually the male influences at that time. You, yes. you, yeah. I know. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. Yeah. I, you know, sometimes you don't know what really happened in history, but according to my research, <laughs> it could have been a lady who started it. Oh, that's very interesting. So, Anna, before we continue, we'll take a short break, Matt and I, uh, because you know the. Just for the sign of solidarity, Matthew Carana, he comes in the studio in short sleeves. I have uh, three jackets on me. Now I feel very uncomfortable. I took it my, uh, my, my jackets off. So I'm in short sleeves. We need to turn the aircon on. Anna, we are very glad and very happy to have you today in the studio. And plus, I'd like to say thank you for smiling. Thank you for brightening day to millions of listeners of this great radio station, Live 90.5. Business Insights with Matt and Mario. Take a short break. What do you say, Matt? That sounds good. Everyone, you're missing out on Mario's muscles here, here in studio. <laughs> Alive 90.5 
that sinking feeling that you forgot to get the gas bottle filled for the barbecue or outdoor heater 
Do you worry about transporting a gas bottle in the boot of your car? Kangaroo Gas has got you covered. Kangaroo Gas will deliver 8.5 kilogram gas bottles to your home or business. Call 0405 LPG LPG or go to kangaroogas.com.au. That's 0405 LPG LPG online at kangaroogas.com.au or find them on Facebook. Station sponsor. Hi, Alan Barnes from Dural Pool Shop. Do you know you can upgrade your existing pool pump? chlorinator and heating to world-class energy efficiency. We have been advising customers on ways to improve their pool energy efficiency for many years and can discuss and offer several energy strategies that will reduce your carbon footprint and save you money. Speak to one of the team on 96514799 or visit Dural Pool Shop opposite the Vicar Hotel on Newline Road, Dural. We'll help you to get your pool looking just how you want it. A proud station sponsor. G'day, this is Eric Banner for RAD, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. Here's a simple word of advice. If you enjoy a drink when you go out, keep it simple. Unless you're a rocket scientist, how do you really know whether you're under or over the limit? So try this, either drink or drive. Don't mess around trying to do both. A message from RAD, rad.org.au. Nineteen minutes past two here on a live ninety point five business insights with Mario and Matt here in studio live with the speakers coach Anna, Anna who has a deep passion for speaking and has a wealth of knowledge as well. Anna, so everyone's like, well, not everyone's obviously, but the top fear in the world being public speaking. Why is that? I know, isn't that amazing? It's, if it's to me, it's like, I well, I mean, I somewhat understand it. Before I started speaking, I had this deep fear within myself, you know, opening up yeah. and sharing in front of a crowd was all taunting. I remember back in, yeah. I remember back in school, right? I We yeah. used to get taught to, we need to print palm cards so we can give speeches. No, 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 no. I printed an A4 bit of paper so I could cover my face and then mumble my words. In your face, baby, in <laughs> your face. Look, look, Anna, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, you will uh, accept my invitation to appear with us in studio as soon as this COVID uh, it's over restrictions. However, um, Matthew Caruana has a lot of questions for you because he's a young gun, and I have no <laughs> doubt that. In, uh, the thing is, <clears throat> uh, do you know how the you know the Matt is in wheelchair? Did you know that? I did. Yes, I did but that. but do you know how he how he landed in the wheelchair? No. Okay, so well, long story short, he's going to tell you, you know, privately. Uh, Matthew Caruana, he helps the now thousands of children across Australia and the globe, and he's extremely aspiring public speaker. Mm-hmm. When I say why public speaker, because Matt decided six years ago, if I might say six years ago? Five. Okay, so Matt was five years ago, decided to end up his life in the most brutal way. Brutal way. Um, for one year, was planning, and one night, he just... Uh, went to the building, night or day, I forgot, night, uh, night yeah, yeah, yeah. and he jumped from the 35 meters tall building and he didn't die, instead of this survived, that's how it was a wheelchair. So Matt now, he talks to the kids, um, to his public speaking to prevent the suicide. That's how the Matt is a wheelchair. And I have no doubt that you and Matt, you can uh, tie up in all the forces and uh, speak together. Hello? Oh my goodness, Hello? that is... 
Yes, can I just say, I'm really touched by your sto story, Matt. That is really Well, I told amazing. his story. You should say me thank you, not to him. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you told it very well. You no, told it very well. You I admire uh, Yeah, because I admire Matt for one thing. Matt, he never hide of in front course. of nobody how he ended up in uh, uh, in a wheelchair. And this is yeah. what I always come back to, the one particular uh, p uh, point that... Not every public speaker is a public speaker. You mentioned earlier that you love Tony Robbins. And if I may say, I'm not qualified to say things, nothing, how sh somebody should speak or talk or, you know, present. We mm -hmm. should learn this, these qualities. But, you know, in hindsight, people like Matt and yourself, you know, who doesn't have the stardom of the Hollywood, you know, beautiful smiles and, you know, the red carpets, it's a people who impact me more than the Hollywood production, if I may say that. Of course, yes, absolutely. And I mean, that is uh, like, I'm just really uh, touched by your story, Matt, because that takes a lot of courage to share your story. And uh, I mean, the ultimate gratitude from speaking is when we know that we can help someone out there that we could actually bring them value to help them solve a problem or in your case actually save lives which is truly i mean the ultimate of using your voice isn't it i feel it is yeah and, and i i say this over and over is that i'm truly blessed to be in the position that i am that things yeah. had to happen the way they did and i honestly wouldn't ch change my past although this hour is not about me and, and i just want to thank you very much for your kind words and it they really mean a lot. I um, yeah. But so, why do you think it is that people have this fear of public speaking? Well, it's really deep seated within our within our brain. Um, most of us, well, all human beings, at some point in time, will experience the fear of judgment, of being judged by other people, and it goes back to the wiring in our brain because we, we are so concerned about being judged by people or fear of what others think. And you know what, it goes back to the brain and the mechanics of the brain because there's a part of the brain uh, known as the reptilian brain and there's a little thing called the amygdala which is basically that part that, that's, that stops us and, and says, hey, danger's coming. And its whole job in life is to protect us from harm. If you think of about when we're a child and we're running around doing things and we get told, no, you know, don't don't run out onto the road, don't go and touch the stove, don't, you know, we're, we're sort of being put these boundaries and our brain is, that part of the brain is ultimately trying to protect us from the danger. So when we go to do something that's stepping out of a comfort zone, naturally our brain is going to say oh danger danger and you know unless we're we're used to it or we've actually conditioned our mind to to deal with it differently of course it's going to go into that fight flight or freeze mm. uh, reaction yeah yeah i mean yeah, that comfort the comfort zone is something like most people don't ever leave in their lives right it's just yeah it's, it's nice and secure it's Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's familiar. <laughs> so, Amanda, may I ask you, um, you know, before I ask yes. a question, which I want to ask you, and I would like to remember, uh, does people who decide to speak freely, I mean, to become the public speakers, 
that they had the extra courage. But before you answer that one, why would you go into that field of public speaking? What what was your uh, why or you know the reason behind this? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the sec. I'm gonna if if it's okay, I'm gonna answer the second part first. Please. Is that I when I was working in government and I worked on large defence projects, and I had a lot of responsibility on my shoulders, and I'd have to go into these presentations that were quite what I would call intimidating. There would be you know a lot of senior people sitting around a boardroom firing questions at you about your project and not only that you'd have then there'd be like a gallery some people called it the peanut gallery of people watching on and it was almost like they were out for a little bit of blood at times so the project manager or project director was responsible for that you know if you were the person representing that project then you were kind of in the firing line pardon the pun (laughs) um that of questions that were being fired at you so Going into those situations, I would be so wound up thinking, oh my goodness, if they ask me a question and I don't know the answer. And just the style of presenting that we had, we would go in and deliver all of this information and bombard the audience with so much information. And it just got to the point where I said, there must be a better way of doing this. And so I just got curious about how do I become a better public speaker? How do I become a better presenter? And how can I prepare myself for these moments that I was going in and really was terrified to to get myself into a position of being more prepared, more confident in those situations. And so it set me off on a journey to find out, to learn about public speaking. And I discovered all kinds of things. There were courses that I went to and I discovered Toastmasters which has helped millions of people around the world to improve their their speaking. And then later on, I discovered that there's a professional speakers association mm-hmm. here and in, in America and other parts of the world. And, you know, I just got into them and threw myself into them wholeheartedly. And that's sort of where it led to finding my absolute passion in, in helping people in the public speaking. Interesting. It's incredible, yeah. So, if I can uh, make the parallel, I, you know, as you can hear it, I'm not an Aussie, Aussie, oi, 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 like two of you. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, but I never envisaged my life will take me that path that I will be on the radio. And yeah. the only reason I'm on the radio, because I got the courage to ask uh, somebody here at the radio station to put me on the radio station. And there was a doubt, you know, there was no question asked. However, the patience of Darren Capes Davis. Uh, you know, he's a great mentor of mine, and he told me some, you know, some a lot of things. But before that, I think the fear it's real to many people, you know, from presentation, yep. or maybe not just express themselves. As I said, for me, it was a writing mat as well, you know. And, right. you know, I just improvised, you know, I mean, then my wife, she was correcting me, you know, I mean, my, my, my friends. And, you know, I didn't know how to, um, how to proceed because of the fear of, being heard or misheard, you know, because of my right. accent. And secondly, for my language writing, but I do remember clear, 2010, I went on a one networking event and a gentleman told me, long story short, I need a speech therapist. And I said, like, what do you mean? I was 38 years old, I started crying on the way home. And I think myself like, mm-hmm. really? I mean, like, speech therapist? Am I, that, am I retard or something? You know, I didn't, like, I didn't just mm-hmm. question yeah, yourself. Yeah. And for uh-huh. that reason, uh, Anna, you know I mean? I admire you because... You say something what the, I admiring in you and the mate and other guests we did have. 
that you have no problem to speak the truth to say I was afraid or petrified I was afraid yeah. I was petrified yeah. I couldn't think I couldn't live without what, my, what did you side. think what did you think other people were going to think of you well either way if I don't try you know I will never know how it looks like on the other side and yeah. I didn't have the luck you know I didn't have even money you know, I mean to engage someone like Anna or yourself so I was listening around and watching TV how they're presenting start copying things from the YouTube you know it's yep. visually it's okay presentation but yet you know when you need to stand in front of somebody you try to talk you need to learn the structure you know and not just like hey my name is Mario you know what I mean I'm the sexiest guy in the world you know what I mean and blah 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 it doesn't work that's why <laughs> people laugh mm. but but the good thing it is there's a lot of experts known a field but not many great experts like Anna or you Matt because I don't know how you stand in front of hundreds of kids talking to them which is very different than when you talk to adults or Anna so Anna we'll take a short break what do you think Matt yeah. sounds good you're listening to Business Insights with Mario Matt live with Anna speaker's coach guys stick around we have some more interesting questions coming up and some more sharing to do Alive 90.5. Used to pray for a moment just like this. There's a fire in your eyes, I can't resist. Baby, we're gonna wanna remember this. Baby, we're gonna wanna remember this. I can taste it forever on your lips. There's a lifetime living inside that kiss. Baby, we're gonna wanna remember this. Baby, we're gonna wanna remember this. We ain't getting any younger. To be honest, I don't care. I'm not trying to live forever. I'm just trying to be right here. This I know. Only now it's all we got This I know Just one more dance
wants to know, Nick, do you have a favorite song on the album? Yeah, I think so. I, I, it changes every week. Uh, I'll, put, I'll, pick two, <laughs> I'll pick two for now. There's one called Sandbox, okay. mm-hmm. which uh, I love. It, it's about it's about a lot of things, but it's it's mostly about... Term 3 uh, courses are open for enrollments at the Parramatta College, and you have the option to learn either face-to-face in the classroom or online via Zoom. Courses include leisure and lifestyle, languages, computer skills, business and work skills. Fee-free training is also available. This training is subsidised by the New South Wales Government and eligibility criteria applies. Improve your personal and professional development with the Parramatta College. Enrol today. Call 9687-2072 or visit Parramatta college.edu.au station sponsor. Hello, I'm Sam Mamone and Director of Cherrybrook Real Estate, the specialist in residential management. Call us on 9980-9860. We pride ourselves on taking the stress out of property management, looking after you and your investment at a competitive rate. If you need property management, call me, Sam Mamone from Cherrybrook Real Estate, 9980-9860. Station sponsor. 25 minutes to three, Business Insights with Myra Matt. We're currently sitting at 15 degrees this chilly Wednesday afternoon, Business Insights. We are live with Anna, the speaker's coach, and she has a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of experience as well, which is what everyone is obviously looking for in a coach. Because I mean, skills which you need to be successful in business and life. That's it, that's it. And speaking being such a key ability and communication being... I believe one of the greatest pillars we can master in our lives because personally, I I believe so many things can be solved if there's some clear communication. Public speaking is the way to get there and Anna is someone who's for sure to be able to coach you there. So Anna, I've got a question for you and it's... Yeah. We spoke earlier about how speaking is, you know, so often people's number one fear. Let's say someone needs to do it. Right, they have an upcoming presentation at their work or um, something for the, their u- university degree or whatever it may be. They're feeling anxious, yeah. they're fearful. What would you say to them? And how would you help them give the best presentation that they can that's give? That's such a good question, mate. Seriously. Not seriously, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a great question. I would, I, would just, I would encourage them to prepare, get, the, get themselves prepared. And if that means asking for some help, then that is a great thing because very seldom do we prepare best for presentations on our own if we don't know what we don't know. So mm. I think preparation is the key because here's the thing. This is, and, and I love this expression that I learned from when I got involved in the professional speakers, both here and in America, is that it's not about you, it's about your audience. And this is a mindset that we can go into our public speaking with. See, the thing is, once you shift your mind from thinking, oh my goodness, I'm so nervous, I have to do this presentation, or whatever the thoughts are that are going through your mind, once you shift that to the audience and knowing that it's a privilege to, to be in front of an audience and to share, whether it's share your story or share a solution that you can help them to solve a problem, whatever it is, to think that if you are prepared for that audience, that you can actually create a shift in them or help them in some way and take that shift off you to them, then that's sort of motivating to, uh, to get yourself prepared. 
It's such that a, makes sense. It does. It makes complete sense. And what, what I think is most powerful about that is how you're directing your focus towards the audience, no longer about you. Because the thing yeah. is, when we're fearful of public speaking or fearful of anything, obviously ourselves being the prim- primary focus on our mind. Because yeah. oh, what are they going to be thinking of me? Oh, yeah, w- exactly. Oh, w- what's going to happen if this happens? But what about what can I deliver and bring forth to the audience that I think exactly. I, I, and I, I really like that. really like that question. So you're not only a speaker yourself, Anna, but you're also a coach and where did the passion for helping other speakers come from and how, how do you help serve speakers? Oh, thank you. That's another great question. I think, well, I'll, it bring, it takes me back to right before I made the decision to to go down this path to change the career that I was in to this to this one to going into business for myself was that I went over to Orlando in the USA in in Florida and I went to a convention and I heard John Maxwell speak and he's a leadership Mm. guy and he stood on the stage and there were 2,000 people in the audience and he sat on a stool and just told stories to the audience and really touched everyone in that audience and for me he when he talked about finding the purpose of your life that is when for me i had this big aha moment purpose of the life can you can you explain a little bit more about this and in in terms why this moment you know what what was that that you wondered before that with your decisions or I don't know. I'm sure I heard that message probably plenty of times before, but it wasn't until that moment with that speaker and that audience that it actually fell into place for me. And I think this is the power of a speaker. If they can communicate their message in a way to help the audience member, to help the audience member come to a realization and for me, that realization sitting in that audience was, ah, oh, yeah, I love public speaking and I love helping people. This is what I want to do. I want to do both of those things together. And that's where the coaching comes in. Interesting. Mm. Uh, did you have the aha moment, Matt? You did, you know, when you were being in hospital. Like, purpose? Yeah, like purpose to do the... the Public speaking than suicide prevention. Public, so yeah, well yeah, my I'll never forget my aha moment when the, my social worker asked me, Matt, would you like to share your story? This is ele- eleven months after my injury, right? So wow. And I was, <laughs> you know, I never liked talking before my injury. Let's just say that was the biggest lesson that I learned afterwards. And yes. here I am with this question, right? Yes. Although before I said no, I had this feeling. And it came right from the heart and it just said, Matt, like, what if you help someone? How would that feel? <gasps> and it just, and like, it just, <sighs> I, 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 I just said yes. And without even thinking about it, three months later was my first time sharing. And I was nervous. I was shaking. Although afterwards in tears because people had said it inspired them. They thanked me and all this stuff. And in that mm-hmm. moment, those tears, what they represented was me finding my purpose. And oh so my you, goodness. I think that we're disregarding, like maybe a little bit off the topic now, but you know, there's always a reason in, in life why things happen to us. And you know, as a part of my curriculum outside of the work and in my um, semi private life, you know, um, I learned to 
how to read the signs, not to read the signs, but to notice them. And yeah. Anna says she had a aha moment. You've been asked 11 months after injury, so this is one of yours. You know, I had a with the book, you know, I had a book which I read, I spoke with the, with the, with the Matt many times, but I think that people are ignoring the signs, you know, and maybe that those events, because, you know, I can talk about public speaking so many times, uh, so many different variations and who is great, who is not great. But the only thing I want to see that I can be that person to convey yeah. the message to the public, which I want. You know, today in TEDx world, you know, everybody has 50 minutes of the glory. You can, you know, be mm -hmm. one of the guest speakers. However, I'm hearing a lot of people doing mumbo jumboing. So, you know, we don't do PowerPoint presentations anymore, Anna, right? We don't do PowerPoint mm -hmm. presentations anymore. People don't like PowerPoint. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Anna, tell us why it's important that somebody in the business world, or as I said, like a mat, to sharpen his skills and craft mm -hmm. to learn the craft of the public speaking. Why is this yeah. important in today's DNA age? That's a great question. Again, I think here's the thing, it goes back to the audience and if you aren't excited about presenting, why should we be? If a business person who has an amazing business where they help people and solve, solve people's problems in whatever field that is, whether you're an accountant or whatever field it is, If you're not excited about your content and you're simply going through the motions of that presentation, your audience is going to feel that. And audiences, we want, we want something more now. You know, we live in this world where we all have a, a, a device. People just aren't going to uh, divert their attention to someone who's not offering value in a way that they're connecting with the audience mm. so i think the other element is of that is they want people to be real and authentic so sharing the story and everyone has a story okay so this is a good question i'm sorry to might if i interrupt you anna what's the difference between yeah. the you know i'm look i i'm pretty sure that human humankind and you know people we invented so many definitions about this and that leadership you know blah 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 speaking but may i ask yeah. you and maybe it's a very ridiculous question is there any difference between the storytellers because i can see there's a lot of storytellers which i try to understand what that means you like you know once upon a time there was a one lady you know i mean and the unicorns and midgets um yeah. or storytelling it's like a just you know, <laughs> you just you know talk about your life or what you know something in the public speaking Is there any difference, you know, you're, you're the expert all. So this is my personal question, just my curiosity. Yeah, so the question relates to, is there a difference between storytellers and, and You see, you didn't understand my questions. Yes, that's correct. That's <laughs> <laughs> I need to learn a lot. So yeah, what's the difference here? Is there, if, if any? Well, yeah, that, I mean, there is a, a difference in, but, pub, but storytelling has a place in public speaking. And I think this is what a lot of people, when they're invited to do a presentation, they don't realize that, hey, um, even, like, uh, here's the thing, a lot of business people think, oh, my, my, boring, my topic is boring, I'm a bookkeeper, or something like that, or, or I, I just crunch numbers all day, or whatever it is. And that's actually a limiting belief because numbers can 
be very interesting. Numbers tell a story in themselves. So the storytelling, for some reason, people separate the, the, the act of storytelling from what they're doing. And they think that their speech has to simply be me providing information to the audience. You know, we're very, I think maybe that's how we were programmed, that this is what a presentation should be. And, and again, it goes back to that comfort zone. And people don't realise that that can actually bring character and colours and, you know, fun into their presentations. And if I can just take this opportunity to mention that I am on a worldwide public speaking mission. Would you like to hear what it is? Please, please, please. <laughs> But after the break, otherwise, by the business okay, assistant, Mario Maite. Nah, yeah, we'll take a short break. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take a short break. Thank you, And Anna. then we're going to hear about Anna's worldwide public speaking mission. Guys, I'm excited to hear it. Stick around for this. It's 13 minutes to three. We'll be back with you shortly. to a live 90.5. If you'd like to know more about us, jump onto our website. www.alive905.com.au SE Timbers Castle Hill are flooring experts. Not just flooring, SE Timbers supply, install and guarantee solid timber, engineered, laminate and vinyl flooring as well as carpet blinds and shutters. An authorised dealer of major brands like Borel, Preference and Quickstep. Call 9894-6660 or visit setimbers.com.au to arrange a free quote today. Station sponsor, SE Timber Floors and Shutters. Ingrained quality. Mmm. Penny's Crispy Pork Crackling is slow cooked for that big crunch and taste. Put some crunch in your munch. As a 100% Australian-owned business, Penny's Crispy Pork Crackling have been supplying deliciously crispy snacks in three crunch-tastic flavours, barbecue, chilli and original to pubs, bottle shops, grocers and butchers in the Hills District. Order some now by visiting our website at pennyscrackling.com.au, spelt with a Y, or calling 02-8068-9664. Station sponsor. Hills to Hawkesbury Community News is a fortnight free local publication packed with stories about local people, news, puzzles and a whole lot more, including history, a guide to community groups, tradesmen and a variety of local advertisers. Supporting the community for 35 years and as a proud sponsor of Alive 90.5, we believe it's important to keep our community connected. Enjoy your coffee with station sponsor Hills to Hawkesbury Community News. Pick up a copy at your local shopping centre, visit hillstohawkesbury.com.au or follow them on Facebook. Alive 90.5 Feeling the sun, party done, shadows walking home Walking with a game on You are my kind, classic mind And you look so fine mm-hmm. Loving the cold, smoking rose See your fingers shake And getting through your heartbreak Some kind of free, same for me Don't know what I need
your silent war Who's the first to speak? Speaking like a real freak Voice in my head, in my bed Filled with you instead mm-hmm. Taking your time, work my mind And I'll play with you And play pretend it's all true Follow me down, listen round To the deep dark sound Seven minutes to three here on Business Insights with Mario and Matt. The station is a live 90.5, your sound, your community. Now, Mario and I, we are live with Anna, the speaker's coach. And last segment, she left us off on a little bit of a cliffhanger, which I'm very excited to hear about. So, Anna, let's hear about it. Your worldwide mission for public speaking. Let's hear it. Oh, thank you. I've almost been bursting. <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah. <laughs> The, the worldwide public speaking mission yep. is let's ban boring and have fun. Let's ban boring and just have fun. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a, that was a, that was a, that was an intro of Anna when she sent you know uh, for the we to promo this um, uh, this interview right. Mm. I, I ban boring and I was like. 
boring. That's interesting. That takes a lot of courage because it's not conventional, you know what I mean? And conventional is boring. So thank you, Anna. Oh, yes. So share with us more. Why not boring? Yeah, I'm, and, and I love the way that you use the word conventional because you're right. It's, it's about, well, first of all, as I said earlier, audiences now are very easily distracted. They're simply not going to sit there and listen if they're not compelled to do so at whatever level. So we need to engage them. We need to be ourselves. We need to be creative. Well, we need to use... What do you think, Matt, about creativity? How what? important creativity is? Non-conventional it's, creativity. It's key. It's key. But one, okay. thing that, one thing that Anna said that I think is really important is that we're being ourselves. Being ourselves to be entertaining, to be boring, I think that's really key because no one wants a facade. Well, and you can, <laughs> and, 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 and hey, like everyone can smell bullshit from a mile away. Okay, so that's like Anna, can you help us with this one? When you go to see the public speakers somewhere, and um, or you go just for the for your curiosity, or the, maybe it's a topic it's related to your your life or research, or you want to hear something. Do you see a lot of, of these public speakers utilizing some methods which it's obsolete, let's go say, 20 years ago, like a history channel, and then you can say after 10 minutes, I already know what I was going to say. Do you have that feeling or you can see that there's a quite innovation and uh, uh, different approaches to the presenting while you're talking on the storytelling or talking to the uh, yeah. audience? Thank you for the question. I, I see a lot of sameness. And that is, that's like a Sadness. crime in public speaking. Okay. Sa- sameness. Sameness, oh, sorry, I yeah. apologize, yeah. I'm a deaf and blind, you know, I'm 40 years old. I'm a senior citizen, so I don't hear it and I'll see probably so. <laughs> sameness, okay. Sameness, as in, you're right, they haven't, they haven't thought about it. They've simply gone through the motions. Yeah. Or they haven't dealt with the fact that there's going to be nerves, there's going to be nerves, fear and mindset that comes into it. So, like, I can feel it when there's a speaker up there who is who is basically going through it and wishing that it would be over. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and to me, that's a missed opportunity because the audience can feel that. And the audience doesn't forgive. No, they don't. Exactly. exactly. And, and as Matt said, if you can be yourself, and they can get to know you, they're going to feel that. Well, Matt and I, we, we step into a new career, you know, apart of being on radio, we're going to be stand-up comedians, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. Mario, M- Mario's got that down pat, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be Anna. So, Anna, what do you see the biggest, uh, you know, before, because three o'clock we have the news, so one more question before going to news uh, and okay. break time. What do you see the biggest downfall of the people or the, the the biggest fear, you know, when they come to you to be coached and trained to be the public speaker or presenting. Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's very much the biggest is not feeling good enough. That's because it's somebody told them. Do you need to be as well a psychologist and convince people say you know <laughs> apart you know, you know is that's what you taken as as well on board when you, somebody comes to you with that feeling that he's not good enough or she's good enough. It could have been something that someone said, but often Mm -hmm. it's simply people putting pressure on themselves. Look, they might have accumulated comments from, you know, along the way. It could be something that happened back in childhood, but it's that, it's that, uh, that limiting belief that is, you know, which is a thought that you keep thinking and then it's coming up. 
in these in these times when you go to step out of your comfort zone. Because uh, that fear of not being good enough is something that's so common, right? You hear about it yeah. all the time, and, and I, I believe everyone can actually relate to that to some degree. But yeah. I, I think it's something that is a sign that you know we need to be be willing and open to the potential of change, of getting outside our comfort zones. So, guys, you're listening to Alive 90.5. This is Business Insights with Mario and Matt. We're going to take you on a short break with the news and we'll be back with Anna live for the rest of this interview. Stick around, guys. You won't want to miss it. Alive 90.5. Hi there. Hi. Hi. I'm Jack. What's your name? Um, Sam. Ah, Sam, nice. Where are you from? Oh, um, I'm from Blacktown, Blacktown, woo, Blacktown, Blacktown, woo, Blacktown City, we love you! Blacktown, Blacktown. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, don't think I've ever been. Show your support and show up. Blacktown City FC, your town, your team. We are the Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. Insightintelligence.com.au Station sponsor. The loss of your life partner through death is one of the most devastating events you can experience. Solace is a non-profit organisation dedicated to the support and encouragement of people who find themselves alone because their husband or wife has passed away. Solace invites you to join in meeting with others who are grieving over the loss of the most important person in their lives, their partner. For further information on your local Solace meeting group, phone 9519 